Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Diamonds and Rough podcast. I'm joined with Bobby, and we're going to talk about baseball. I don't think many people care about it, but it's been a fantastic season, and I wanted to talk about it, regardless of who listens or cares. So <laughs> what, what do you think of the season? Obviously, new rule changes. We'll start with that before we get into the matchups. I, I liked and disliked them. I thought the pace of play... Um was expectedly bumpy. I think the transition to it wasn't well implemented. I don't think the umpires even knew what they were doing for a good portion of the season, at least leading up to the all-star break. Um, the bigger bases I enjoyed, the more steals. Everyone likes more runs. It's exciting. Um, I'm one of those people I don't really care about how quickly the game goes. So the game's being shorter, hit or miss, I don't really care. If they're being forced to be shorter, it's not as fun, but the pace, the pace of play overall uh, for the more casual viewer, I think, was better and more accessible. I mean, I definitely think it was more exciting. I mean, it was kind of expected to be bumpy. I mean, mm-hmm. the way the MLB implements these changes is they put them in the lower leagues, see how they do. And even in minors, it was rough at the start, these changes. But then eventually yeah. they saw the improvements, which really the rule changes did every single thing they wanted it to do, which was lower the time of games, increase the steals, more exciting fielding plays, um, more like doubles and triples, because everyone wants to see these guys being athletes, right? And that's what the game did. But I overall enjoyed it a lot. I thought this MLB season was incredible. It was definitely an exciting season from a purely fan standpoint, ignoring the rule changes just enjoying baseball, enjoying players. I mean, the mantra that they had a few years ago that they seemed that was almost tongue-in-cheek of let the boys play, they didn't really let them. And I feel like this is one of the first years that they really just are just letting them play, let them do their thing. Now, I have a question. Do you think these rules impacted any team in terms of they didn't make the playoffs or had a disappointing season because of these rule changes? I'm going to go with the Mets. I think I think the they benefited the worst from these rule changes in terms of strain on players. I think Scherzer's injury can be heavily attributed to the sped, uh, speeding up of play and the wear on his arm. I think I mean I Verlander think, as well, right? Mm-hmm, I think you can see a lot more pitcher injuries. I'm not going to say it's more than average because I don't have the numbers. Uh, on hand, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were more. I mean, off the top of my head, I can think of McClanahan, um, Alcantara, Scherzer, DeGrom. I mean, DeGrom's a walking injury, but at the same time, it doesn't help. Yeah. Another team I'd consider, not necessarily the injury things, but I don't think the hitters on this team really benefit from a pitch count is the Padres. (laughs) I mean, you got guys like Soto, in Machado, I don't think they like a pitch count. <laughs> and I if think you, that's why they had kind of down years. Soto, it took a while to get used to it. If you look at their numbers as a team, they still perform. They have the second best offense in a lot of the important metrics. It was the problem. The problem with them, in my opinion, was they were so top heavy that you had their one through five hitters hitting the cover off the ball. But then six, seven, eight, nine just couldn't do anything once the dudes were on base. They had a really bad start. Oh, definitely. They they started slow, and that doesn't help them. But when they, when when Soto, Machado, Tatis, and Bogarts all got hot, and no one was driving them in, uh, Soto was top five this season in um, getting on base. He finished very well. No, no, ignoring that, yeah, he, he did. But he he was on base in the top five most in the league. He scored a hundred less times than all the other dudes in the top five did because people just weren't driving him in. Right. He was on base more than Acuna by about, I think, 20, but Acuna scored 70 more runs. Okay. That's also the Braves offense. Oh, 100% <laughs> it is. And that is, the, that is the outlier, but it is drastic when he's on base at much, as much, if not more and just isn't being scored, that's a systemic problem. That's a team problem. Correct. Um, Yeah, they definitely underperformed. That's why I wasn't sure if the new rules had 
anything to do with it. Cause, I'm sure you make the argument that they did. You know, definitely not like, I mean, I don't know how many games they won last year, but definitely not like a 20-plus game difference or however many it was, right? <laughs> but maybe a little bit. All right. Let's get into the matchups. I think we should start with the AL. Um, in the first matchup, we're going to go to 6-3. Blue Jays, Twins. Now, the wild card games are best of three. Mm-hmm. So, I personally have the Twins in this one. And I know the public is heavily believing in the Blue Jays, which is interesting to me. I mean, if you look record-wise, the Blue Jays would be the three seed if they were in any other division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even sure off the top of my head. They might be the two seed. I'm not sure what the West records ended up uh, shaken out at, but they're better than a wild card team. They're better than being the sixth team in the AL. Well, they wouldn't so, be the two because of the Rays. Sorry, you're right. They. they well, look. no, they would be because the Rays are still a wild card team. I'm saying if you move the Blue Jays, yes, I get what you're saying. If you move, if the Rays were in another, if you division, ordered it in record, the Blue yeah. Jays would be fifth. It looks like. Really? Okay. They so were a game. A game behind the Rangers and Astros. Okay, so it came close, but still, I the Twins. The Twins are good. I mean, Sonny Gray. He'll probably win his game. He's probably you're assuming going to go first. Yep, he'll go first, and then Lopez. So they they give him a good shot. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it depends on what version of Vladdy you get. He really cooled off at the end of the year. But if he gets even just a little bit hot, I think that offense is one of the most dangerous in baseball. I think something that's also important is that Royce Lewis, who's coming on at the end, he is currently injured. He might not play game one. He mm-hmm. was at four or five grand slams in a month or yeah, something was, ridiculous. I, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, no, it's he's he was really coming on. Um, former number one overall pick, I believe. I believe so. So he is kind of, I feel like they're wild card. They have a couple wild card guys in the lineup. But another big stat I think I care about when it comes to playoffs is how many home runs are you hitting? I feel like in the playoffs when the game slows down, it's kind of like, can you have a big moment to completely change the game? And you look at home runs in that case. And the Twins have almost 50 more than the Blue Jays as a team. So that's kind of a big stat I'm looking at when it comes to that. Um, And also they just have a pretty solid bullpen and you're ending with Duran, which is kind of tough to face if you're the other team. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've both both been vocal about how much uh, we respect his pitching. Oh, he's insane. (laughs) He's quite, quite remarkable, but. Yeah, but I think this will actually be an entertaining series. It should be. It definitely I I would imagine both teams grab at least one, but you never know. Three game series are a bit more unpredictable. The better team doesn't always win. Yeah, cuz I believe for the Twins it's going to be Gray, Lopez, John Gray. Mm-hmm. And then the Blue Jays will be Gaussman, who had an incredible year again. Um, Bassett Barrios. I don't know the order, but you also with the twins, since you have shorter rotations, they have a guy like Maeda who had a great year. He's going to be in the bullpen now, which might help them even more for that. So, is, is Joe Ryan out for the playoffs? No, I nope. believe he'll be the third. Okay, I believe so. Who I I really like him as a pitcher. So right, I think he's a, pretty a, underrated. Bit of a down year, injuries kind of plagued him for a bit, but yeah. So what was it? Did you pick Blue Jays? Yes. Simply because I'm guessing you think Vlad Guerrero will do better than he did. Regular I think season. that entire offense, kind of, they're one. They're they're a rally away from it just being a very scary team to face. Very true. Very true. Yeah. I could see them also if they win a game. They'll probably they're a, they're a momentum based team, which I know isn't exactly something that's 
as prevalent in baseball as it is in other sports, just simply by the sheer number of games played. But you get them hot. I could see them running into the playoffs, getting really hot. And the AL wasn't separated by many games. Correct. Well, they had the really fun wild card last year versus the Mariners, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I think they blew the first game. Yes. Yep. They were up like 9 4 or 9 5. They were up big multiple times, but all right. So already we don't agree. I feel like we're going to disagree on a lot of these, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you already know who I'm picking for the road series, so I can see us disagreeing. Yeah, we're gonna disagree, and you <laughs> might get angry, but okay. Next is the four five, the Rangers and the Rays. Um, couple things I think to point out: Wander Franco is not gonna play. We're not gonna get into why. <laughs> Probably was uh, no Scherzer Degrom for the Rangers. No McClanahan. No McClanahan for the Rays. So both teams pretty banged up. I do have the Rangers, though, which is pretty bold. I have the Rays. And I I completely understand it in terms of, like, pedigree with the Rays have just been there so many years in a row, and they just figure out how to win. I just really like this Rangers lineup, to be honest with you. That's just my biggest thing. Down the stretch, the Rangers did nothing to convince me that they wanted to be in the playoffs. Fair enough. Baseball is the one sport you really don't want to back into the playoffs, and that's what they did. So, it's they're a good team. They have a lot of talented hitters. They're missing probably their two best players in Scherzer and DeGrom, at least pitchers. I know Seager and uh, Semyon both had really good years, but I think it does come down to a bit of an experience factor. And mm-hmm. I think the Rays, the Rays have been doing it for years and years, proving they don't know, they haven't won it all, but they proved that they can do a lot with very little. 100%. They kind of had a wild year. Yeah. That's where a bit of an understatement. The, the one thing I'll say, which makes me hesitant on my pick, which you did point out is in the postseason, it really does matter. Like, are you getting hot at the right time? Because with the Rays, you look, they were the hottest team in baseball with, like, not even close. And then in that middle, it was really ugly. (laughs) So much so that the Orioles overtook them. But then in the end, they were one of the best teams in baseball once again. Um, And the Rangers were kind of struggling towards the end. They seemed to have a pretty pretty big lead, um, and they made it close, but they got it done, and they're here. Um, I do think there is a bit of energy with the first time getting back in the playoffs in a while that they're going to have, and they just – all the guys on their team hit the ball hard. So that's my reasoning. Um, definitely understand Rays, though. So – then, in the divisional, I don't know how we're going to do this since we have different teams. <laughs> but divisional is five games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll have the Twins playing the Astros. You'll have the Jays playing the Astros. Is it fair to say we both have the Astros regardless? Yes. Okay. Uh, Astros have just been there so yeah, many times. <laughs> No matter which team you want to say they're facing, the Astros have the adva- advantage on both sides of the ball. They have better pitchers in both matchups, and they definitely have the better hitters. Even if you want to say that the Blue Jays hit the cover off the ball in the wild card round, going hot, I still think that I'd rather have the Astros bats. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Even like Altuve came back sort of later in the year, and I wasn't expecting him to do as well as he did. He's getting up there, but he's still like elite. And he also he doesn't get enough credit for how much he transformed his game. Oh, hundred percent. Cheating allegations aside, he went from being a ten home run, fifty stolen base player early in his career to now being a thirty plus home run hitter, and that's yeah. that's hard to do. Yep. Uh, big thing with him is the fielding, right? <laughs> and have those miscues. Um, 
But okay, not too much to talk about. Well, their rotation will be Verlander, who's back on the team. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny how that all worked out, isn't it? He yes. leaves Houston, get an absolute payday, and then Houston's like, yeah, we'll take you back. No problem. We know who <laughs> you are. We know you're going to be good for us. We're not worried. Um, And then I think Javier is injured. I believe so. So Val- Valdez will be the two, which I feel like he threw a no-hitter. But other than that, didn't he have a down year? He had a very inconsistent year. Okay. Lots of highs and lows. I mean, he's an interesting pitcher. He always has been. He's that rare breed of pitcher who still pitches to contact mm-hmm. and tries to get just ground ball outs, which when you're pitching to contact, a lot can go wrong. There's a very there's a much smaller window for mistakes. So when when he's on, he's on. He looks like some of the one of the best pitchers in the league. When he's bad, it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And then Hunter Brown's probably your three, right? I'd have to assume so, yeah. Yeah. I saw they might – there's – might be – um, what's his name? I don't I don't really know how to pronounce his name. Urquidy? Uh, Is that how you say his name? Urquidy. Thought he might – there's thought that he might be the three, which I just – I guess he's the vet. The experience factor, you don't want – you don't want Hunter Brown to get shaken. I get that. I can see it. Yeah. So there, there's a shot. He also had a decent end uh, to the year. But regardless, Astros will be in the ALCS. Everyone will be mad about it. It's fine. <laughs> Next, you have Rays versus Orioles. I have Rangers versus Orioles. I want to hear who you have winning. Regardless, I have the Orioles moving on. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to hear the reason because, uh, well, Bautista's now out. Mm-hmm. They're closer. And I feel they like... still have Yanni or Cano, who's like as yeah. good of a replacement closer as you can have in house. Very true. I think that we spoke earlier about getting hot at the right time, and they've been hot basically since the All Star break. They have a lot of young players who want it. They have the presumed rookie of the year in Gunnar Henderson. They have a future MVP in Adley Rutschman and just a lot of young players with a lot of desire and just good in all facets of the game. They have speed, they have power, they hit the ball. They have two pitchers that have under a 2-5 since the All-Star break. Um, it's just it's a good team and they're hot at the right time. You make a good case. What I'll say is if because I picked the Rangers. If the Rangers move on, I would have the Orioles. If the Rays were able to pass the Rangers, I actually think the Rays would beat them. Simply because I do think with the Orioles, it's a bit of a too early type of thing. And I, I'm willing, if someone wants to say, well, they got hot last year, and that was kind of their like warning to the league, and then they take the leap this year, so they're ready now. I feel like most fans, though, thought next year would be their year. Is that I fair did, to say? One of, my, one of my friends was very vocal. Uh, I think it was after they beat the Red Sox, the game we were at opening day. Yeah. He's a Cubs fan, so he loves just kind of ribbing me for being a Sox fan. We have just a nice rivalry going. But he even said he, th- he said he thinks it's the Orioles' year. He said, I think they're a wild-card team. Well, he, even, wild he under, team. even he undersold it a little bit, but. He likes to point out that he was right and he was very vocal about it. But I, my rebuttal to that was I think they need a year more. I thought they'd be close. I thought they'd be over 500. I thought they'd be ahead of the Red Sox in the standings. I didn't see them being this hot. Yeah, it definitely helps that like Bradish is like an ace because I think that was the big thing with the Orioles mm-hmm. you were worried about is like who's going to pitch in these games, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then Grayson Rodriguez, who had a horrendous start, the elite prospect who came out. I remember I texted you, like, right at the beginning. I was like, I don't know how a guy like Yuri Perez isn't, like, rated higher than him. And then he had a terrible 10 starts, went back down to the minors, comes back up, great end. Obviously, some starts were better than others, but – a good anything that's another guy and then you bring john means back and dean kramer's even there if you want to go that <laughs> dean route kramer, dean kramer went from being the forced ace of the team and <laughs> forced ace 
to being the four starter and looking beyond serviceable. I think most teams would be happy with him as their four as their four starter. Hundred percent. And just another note on Grayson Rodriguez: he has a two six eight ERA since the All Star break. Yep, that's spectacular. Yeah, he was. He had a very good uh, second half, and um, I know this has been a developing talk or realization. I think we've both had maybe more me so than you, but when we talk, but the how valuable it is to have an elite catcher just mm-hmm. throughout a regular season and throughout the postseason, it just elevates everyone, especially the pitching staff and the Orioles probably have the best one. <laughs> I think, I think there's a very strong case to be made that he's the best catcher or at least very soon will be the best catcher. Who would you say is better? Um, Honestly, I was just hedging because I can't think of all the catchers in the league right now. I, th- I, w- I think there's a very strong argument that he could be. I would say he is some other guys I think about, and it's kind of like beyond the number stuff. Because if you look at the numbers, I think it's not even close. Mm-hmm. But like, I think the Braves guy, Sean Murphy, is a very, very good catcher. <laughs> um, I think the Dodgers also have a good catcher. Will Smith is very good. Will Smith. Um, but a Real Muto is obviously a great catcher. But to me, I think it's Adley, and it's not that. It's not that close. <laughs> I, I think in a few years, there will be zero debate. Yeah, it's kind of cool that we can both say we went to opening day and saw him go like five for five and just clearly be the best player, and it wasn't New even to close. Pitch two, two rows in front of us. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was wild. So, unfortunate as a Sox fan, good as a baseball fan. Yes. All right, so in the ALCS will be the Astros versus, we'll say, the Orioles, because I think that would be the more entertaining matchup, even though I think the Rays could get past the Orioles if they got there. I'm going to say the Orioles. I'm just going to say Astros simply based on experience. I know it's the boring pick, <laughs> um, but that's just what I would go. I think it's very reasonable. I don't think anyone's going to judge Anyone who says that the Astros come out of the ALCS, just for fun, I kind of want to see the Orioles. Oh, Nef- I would love to <laughs> see the Orioles. Don't get me wrong. I know they're in by division. Don't really care. No, n- neither do I. It's kind of like one of those teams where it's I, – I always just have like an AL and an NL team. But if you had to have a second AL team, the Orioles are such a fun team this year. They really are. Yeah, they're – They have a very exciting future. They're like close to America's team this year, I feel like. They are. They really are. Cause because if you want to like make a case for like, I don't know, like the Diamondbacks, like we're talking teams that have a chance. <laughs> um but that I would love that series. I think it should, I think it could I think it's very likely that that's what the series becomes. And I think it would be a very entertaining series, and I could easily see it going seven games as well. A hundred percent. Then I feel like, well, I wouldn't say that's what everyone wants. Everyone just wants the Orioles to win. They don't care if it's in four. They don't care if it's in seven. But if it was a game seven in Baltimore, that would be legendary. Yes. So we'll go to the NL now. First matchup, uh, the 6-3 D-backs Brewers. I'm very happy the D-backs got in. They kind of shocked everyone probably not as much as the other the five seed in this. not us i think we we both bet them together over we knew that over i didn't think playoffs though True. we both absolutely love corbin carroll he's one of the most exciting players in baseball i think the stat was first player since 1900 to get like 20 homers and 50 stolen bases as a rookie mm-hmm I feel like we need to remind some people he is a rookie because <laughs> he's a superstar. You wouldn't know it just by watching him. You would. Yeah, he's a superstar. He literally is leading the team. They are exciting. I mean, they do kind of have a nice one-two punch in Gallon and uh, Merrill Kelly, but and even Zach Davies isn't a bad three. Yeah, although I'm hearing Paft might start. Really interesting. I. Th- 
and I kind of understand it in the sense of if they're going to win this series versus the Brewers, which is honestly kind of a rough matchup for them. Very. I mean, the Brewers pitching all across the board is great. Now, kind of luck out with Woodruff might be out. Um, But I think they're looking at it as we need the variability of a guy who might just go in there and have the start of his life. And I think you go with the guy with the stuff and that might be him. I don't know if I agree with it. I mean, Zach Davies, I feel like also might have a bit of like Brewers are my former team. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and show them what they're missing. Right. Um, but yeah, I am going to pick Brewers here. I'm surprised. I know how much you were enjoying the, um, the Diamondbacks all season. I was honestly expecting you to pick them, but yeah, I'm going to go the Brewers as well. Simply off the pitching. I if it, if it develops into a slugfest, I don't know if uh, the Brewers could keep up necessarily, but I do. I do stand with the fact that they're going to pitch better than the Diamondbacks can. I, Zach Allen's a great pitcher. He closes the seasons better than he starts them. At the same time, I just don't see them keeping up with Corbin Burns. Yeah, I think it goes three. Um, but as much as I'm gonna think, be rooting, for I think him, Freddie Peralta is better than whichever three starter the Diamondbacks roll out. Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, if it gets to three, they're not winning. Mm-hmm. I also, what might be a good idea, is let's say Corbin Burns starts the game one, just throw it. Just put your three in. You just and then you got Gallon facing uh would Peralta be the two or the three? If you if what you're saying is right and Woodruff's out, I'd say Peralta's the two. And then Miley's the three. Mm-hmm. So I think it might be smart for the Diamondbacks to go, look, we'll put Paft or Davies in against Burns, and then you put Gallon against Peralta and Merrill Kelly against Wade Miley. And you just go, we're going to have to win the last two. It's bold, but I think that's your best shot at winning. Because if you put Gallon against Burns and you lose, it's just done at that point. That's my thought. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. But I'll be rooting hard for the Diamondbacks. I just think it's too early for them. I'm happy they made it. But we we're gonna be a year or two early on this one. <laughs> Next matchup is uh the Phillies versus the Marlins. I'm gonna be real, don't see a way the Marlins can win. I believe Alcantara is not gonna be available. Yuri Perez is not gonna be available either. And the Phillies kind of got healthy at the right time. And Free Turner remembered what a baseball is at the right time. Which I hate Philly. But shout out to the Phillies fans doing what I didn't think they would do. I didn't think they'd be like patient with a guy and like give him a standing ovation. Because have you seen the stats since that standing ovation? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is so, to me, uncharacteristic of them. (laughs) I didn't think you averaged if you averaged out his last 40 games across a season, he'd have 60 home runs and 150 RBI. Yeah, it's he's just been on the tear of his life. It's ridiculous uh my good friends a phillies fan and he's just proclaimed to me since the start of the season when they had the early struggles like we just need to make the playoffs i really don't care just make the playoffs and you're fine i think that's the most accurate thing you can say about the phillies they're a loaded team um i don't think this will be a struggle for them agreed all right yeah not not too much to say um but uh, arise, you're a pretty good player. We'll give the Marlins some some flowers there. <laughs> no, they're, they're not they're not they're not a bad team by any means. They're they have the pieces. It's kind of just the uh, coaching at this point, and that's that's been their missing piece in my opinion. But it's been much better yeah. over the last I don't know what two years they've been better two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if they had Sandy and Perez, it's more of a conversation. I agree. Those are two pitchers where they could just dominate, you know, and then, you know, they steal two games because of that. But 
Um, also, something I didn't note, just because I don't know how many people listen and aren't too familiar with how the baseball playoffs works. Whoever's the higher seed, every game's at home for the wild card. Mm-hmm. So it is like a real home field advantage um, in the wild card. It's not like that in the NLDS or NLCS, but you know, so Miami's going to have to go to Philly for three games if it goes to three. <laughs> yes. But next up is Brewers versus Dodgers. Um, the Brewers to me are just like a team you don't want to play in this playoffs because their pitching is so good. I know their hitting um, could be better. I think they were pretty low in the hitting statistics. I could be wrong on that. Um, but their pitching is elite. I am going to go Dodgers, though. I, I just, oh, think, they're, I just I think, think they're too good. I think it's probably Dodgers in three also. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a better team on both sides of the ball. They just, they've been here. I think I saw they've been in the playoffs every year since 2013. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. It pains me to say that. I like the Brewers way more, but they're just, I mean, yeah, team. I really just like two players, on, three players on their team. One of them isn't playing, but. I, I like Mookie Betts, obviously. It's painful to see him every day suit up for them. Very. Uh, you probably agree with this, like Freddie Freeman. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then as a as growing up a pitcher, I love Walker Bueller. I think he's so nasty. I agree. Um, and something that made me like him even more this year I'm uh, not sure if you follow uh, uh, the, the he's on podcast, that podcast, yeah. But he's been he's been on with them every Monday. So Peter and all of them, they're great content. But watching him, that's made me like him even more. And I liked him before that. I liked him, I liked him as rookie year when he was pitching against the Red Sox in 2018 in the World Series, and he shut us down that game. Just every Red Sox fan watched that and was like, "This dude's gonna be a problem." I really don't right. want to play him again because I mean, at that point, you thought you had a dynasty. Instead, we just traded all the guys, but. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a Red Sox depressing story we can get into another day. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kershaw's just been chilling, waiting for the playoffs and the few starts he had this year, he was elite. Mm-hmm. It, I, it, I don't get it. I don't get how he's still like this, but no, he's, he is very much doing what Brady did in football and just defying all the preconceived notions about time and how old a player gets before they can fall off so yeah i don't know if i sent you um you might have sent me the video but of so there was a a game between the dodgers and diamondbacks and the starters were supposed to be like the old like ah yes yeah randy johnson randy johnson greg maddox and then it ended up being you know two young prospects who really cares and it was clay kershaw and max scherzer yeah fans went expecting to see one hall of fame matchup and they saw another they just didn't know it at the time yeah they just didn't know it at the time (laughs) um but yeah dodgers should be easy then we got phillies braves i know where you're going braves in three Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> if the Braves win this matchup, they will win the World Series. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go bold. And it pains me to say it because I hate Philly. <laughs> but I think the Philly roster, when it comes to the playoffs, is that much better. Like, I think everyone elevates. Like, they're all postseason players. And I think they still feel that World Series loss and lost that revenge. So I am going Phillies, and I think it's going to be a classic series, and it's going five. Saying three is disrespectful. That's crazy from you. I don't actually think three. I hope it's three. I won't be surprised if it goes three. Is this is this your most feared matchup? Oh, definitely. I mean, the only thing that could have been worse was if the Dodgers somehow ended up in the wild card and Braves had to face them first round. That's the only other worst case scenario. But no, other than that, that's 100% the worst possible draw for the Braves. To me, this is their toughest matchup. Agreed. 
I think they play them well. They have the division rivalry. Because I think if they win this, they beat the Dodgers in like five or six. But I will mention, I think there's one X factor on the Braves. Ronald Acuna wasn't healthy for their World Series run. For sure. And he has been very vocal about how much that pains him. He's coming off one of the most statistically impressive seasons of all time. He's done something that no one's ever done before. And I don't think, at least in my opinion, I don't think there's another guy in the MLB who can do that currently. I'm talking like prospect. I'm not saying like, oh, they'll do it next year. I'm saying in their careers, I don't think there's a guy in the MLB who will come close. Maybe Corbin Carroll or Bobby Witt are the only two that even possess the power and speed. Those are the only two right off the bat that have a shot. And I also don't think they're on the teams to be able to have the freedom to steal 85 bases, I think is what it took Acuna to get there. Um, Carol, I don't think so. Bobby Witt, I mean, you're looking at the Royals. It's kind of like, I don't know how many years they got of like like they need they need a lot you know what i'm saying like so it wouldn't surprise me if like bobby witt's just going for stats because it's like we're not going to win games but <laughs> you know because i feel like when you're that young and you do these statistics it, it's 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 kind of like you're trying to be the greatest you'll do whatever you got to do and especially with these stealing rules like Mm-hmm. Steals are going to be inflated. It was still incredibly impressive. No, even with everyone who was saying they were going to be inflated, no one was. No one imagined there was going to be seventy, and, and no one thought like a rookie's getting sixty-seven mm-hmm. on the worst team. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which, if we're all being objective, I think his sixty-seven is even more than impressive than Acuna's. I would agree, simply Acuna. because, like. The pitcher had to worry about who was facing because exactly. that Braves lineup is so stacked. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to worry about him feeling because you had to focus on Olsen batting behind him, Riley batting behind him. So no matter where you put him in the lineup, there was somebody behind him who had more than 20, 20 home runs. Seven of their nine batters had 20 or more home runs. Five of them had 30. You, you can't be spending any amount of thought. Esri Ruiz. You know he's stealing, and there was just nothing they could do. He's yeah. on a team where you're not afraid of us. I can't name a player on their lineup besides him. The only guy I can name is because I had him in fantasy for a bit. He was raking his Brent oh, Rooker. Rooker. But then you're as right, I dropped that. him. He fell off astronomically. Yeah, I dropped him because he literally would just strike out like three times a game. Exactly. But yeah, that was a horrendous team. Hey, um, they made me 200 bucks. I bet them to be the worst record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I remember I was uh we were doing bets and I'm like Nationals to win more games than the A's is like minus one ten. I'm hammering that and like twenty games in, we're both like, yeah, so that's a win. <laughs> hey, that um, one random seven game win streak in June the A's had kind of that made me stress a little bit. I'll be honest. But even then, the Nationals are still like seven games above them. <laughs> I was worried. So I wasn't worried about that. But I was worried about the Royals. Going into September, the Royals had more losses than the Athletics. Oh, yeah. That was a big L by me. I thought the Royals would get that over wins. They were not even close. Yeah, that was the only one I didn't tell you on. I couldn't couldn't bring myself to do it. No, yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> um, I deserve all the hate for that one from you. But because you were like, John, stop. <laughs> But I do want to say, because I know I picked Phillies, but um, the Braves are one of the most disgusting teams I, I've ever seen. Like, more so than that 2018 Red Sox team, <laughs> mm-hmm. which to me was, like, the greatest team I'd seen, personally. Um, so if, like, the Braves are able to – because to me, the Phillies, like, if you're talking hitting and pitching, are comparable when I look at like Schwarber is going to be elevated in the playoffs. Harper is going to be elevated in the playoffs. All those things that I don't think anyone can object to. I feel like it's a close matchup. If the Braves beat the Phillies, I think they're going to wipe whoever they play against. Um, And another thing to note, the Phillies beat the Braves last year. Mm-hmm. And Strider had a rough start. He did. Kind of bold to think it'll happen again. 
to be objective. Yeah. Um, I also, he, I think it's widely known at this point. I was very high on him before most people even knew who he was just simply because of the mustache he had and just his, him calling himself wild thing from Durham Bulls. Hysterical. Anyway, he's made some of the most outrageous comments ever. Every time he's on camera, it's a must watch. He's almost you like you see the no fans thing. Yes, that's exactly where I was going. He pitches better in front of no fans. He said that when he faces a worse team, he tries to strike them out more. He has a worse ERA against teams under 500 than over it because he said he tries to strike out every person. Um, so yeah, but I think he's aware of what he's doing, and I think he's very in control of what he's doing. I will say the no, the no fans thing that's not going to work in the playoffs. No, I think it's the opposite. Um, will he will have to pitch in Philly? Maybe not. Maybe Does not. He pitch no, game he'll one? be the one. He'll be the one starter. Yeah, and will they? Will the Braves go three starters? You think, or four? Depends on if Freed and Morton are both healthy. Because some some teams go four. If you do four and it goes to five, then Strider pitches five at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he pitched in Philly last year, right? I believe so. And I do think he got a little rattled. It's definitely not a friendly place because <laughs> it was a party there. No, I I. Do want to say because I have a friend who lives in Philly and he's outside Philadelphia, like it's kind of like a ways, maybe like 10 miles away from the stadium. And he maybe, maybe less, but he literally said, like, when Bryce Harper hit that homer in that Astros game, like when they like were coming back, like he was like, I heard the stadium. <laughs> it is quite the atmosphere for baseball, and it's definitely, uh. They're definitely going to be games I want to watch because oh, whenever I think, I think the Braves are must watch baseball. Braves are also quite the atmosphere in baseball. Whenever baseball like crowds when they're on, it's like nothing better. I mean, one of my bucket list items is to see a game at Truist because that that atmosphere in Atlanta is just unbelievable. Yeah, the the whole feel however you want about the racial implications of it, but the tomahawk chop in the seventh inning stretch is electric. Yeah. I have, I have some family down in the uh, Atlanta area and they said it's, it's, it's worth being in the city. Even if you're not in the game, just to feel the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, cities are happier when their teams are good. I think you can, you and I can attest to that. Boston was a place to be, even though it didn't turn out well for either team, it was still the place to be in April and May. Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of funny, like, just to do current events. Um, the Patriots got decimated um, by the Cowboys, and I think everyone universally is like, Mac Jones isn't the guy. I'll, I'll mention, go into this further in, like, a pot or something. But for some reason, every Boston fan was happy because we got Drew Holiday and we kind of just forgot about the Pats game. <laughs> If that trade didn't happen, oh my god, no one would be happy today. A good point. Um, but enough about basketball and football. Um, so you got Braves, I got Phillies, but what I'll say is if it's we both agree if Braves beat the Phillies, they're just gonna win. <laughs> um if the Phillies beat the Braves, I think they lose to the Dodgers, to be honest. Just because I think the, for the Phillies to win, it's got to go like five. And um, I think the Dodgers will make quick work of the Brewers. And I think the Dodgers honestly really feel it from last year. Disappointing. That they have a lot of a lot of motivation to win. I'm honestly, if we're going to play out the hypothetical of the Phillies beating the Braves, I think they go on and they beat the Dodgers. Oh. I think I think for the Phillies to beat the Braves, it is going to be such an emotional battle that if they come out on top, they're going to be so on fire and just no one's going to stop them at that point. I think they are going to be that motivated and that just absolutely just ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the two. It's either 
they win and they're like you know looking at the future like we got to move on to the next or they win and like that was their world series <laughs> it, it's one of the two um i think after the last year that left a bitter taste in their mouth i do think that they are run and they are mature enough they're not a young team i think for the orioles if the or if the orioles were in the phillies position i could see them that would be the world series i think the phillies are enough of a team where they're like if they were to beat the Braves, they'd go ahead and go, all right, job's not done. Yeah. I just feel like it's such a tall task to beat that team. Oh, completely. And I could see a situation where it is such a just knock them down, drag them out battle where they have nothing left. It burns out their bullpen. They have to use starters as relievers and they yeah. just have nothing. Left. And that is totally a realistic scenario. And if that is what happens, the Dodgers will make very quick work of them. But if it is true baseball where it's starters going seven and it's just a low-scoring game, which I can't see because both the offenses are too good. That's but... not how playoff baseball is anymore. And it's kind of sad. I agree. Like, we never – I mean, I'm going to point to DLCS between the Sox and the Astros um, recently, 2020, 2021. 2021. I mean, Granky threw like two and a third. <laughs> and that was like planned. It like these starters aren't going that long. Oh, it's, it's all the saber metrics. It's unfortunate. No, no baseball fan likes it. No. And I do think our our Lord and Savior Theo Epstein is working on trying to find a way to kind of fix that. <laughs> um just because like baseball fans want to see these starters go for longer. It, it's more exciting when that happens. Speaking of which, I'd love to see Theo return. I've been hearing this. I don't see it. <laughs> I, I I think he wants to fix baseball. I don't think he wants to like run a team again. I think he's like been there, done that. I stopped I the two longest droughts in MLB history. I have nothing left to prove. What I do, what I will say though, is I do think that if the Red Sox were to approach him, give him his number, say, here's a write write the number on this piece of paper that type of deal what's your number what will it take and then tell them that the job comes with just a blank checkbook of you can sign who you want to sign if they threw the book at him i think he'd definitely like think about it entertain it mull it over but i think ultimately he'd be like no but um you know red Sox. that's a conversation for another day um Let's okay. So we agree that we'll talk Braves Astros if that hypothetically is it. Um, to me, like they're both veteran teams with experience. The Braves are just better in every single aspect. If they batched up with the Astros, I don't see a way they the Astros could pull it off. I don't, I don't see the winner of the World Series coming out of the AL. Uh, agreed. I think I think any of the three hypotheticals we laid out, the Braves beating the Phillies and running away with it, the Phillies coming out uh, impassioned and beating the Dodgers, or them being so beat down that the Dodgers beat them, I think any of those three teams beats either the Orioles or the Astros, assuming those are the two teams that come out. Now, what I do want to say is Phillies or Braves would win in like five. Because <laughs> the Phillies also <laughs> lost to them last year in the World Series. Um, Dodgers, I think it might take a little more work. Mm -hmm. Um, so Dodgers, Astros, that'd be the trifecta, huh? God, that's what every baseball fan's dreading. That's the World Series. Well, yeah, and that is actually what I that is what I have written down. (laughs) That'd be one of the least watched World Series ever. Yeah, I think the most. What do you think the most watchable? World Series is definitely the Orioles coming out of the AL. Braves Orioles. You think Braves? You don't think? I think I think at this point in the season, people want to see Acuna. Mm. I think there's been so much talk and hype around him and his chase for 40-70. I mean, not even 40-70. It started as 30-60, and all of a sudden he just found a new level. No, we I, were... I texted you back, and I think it was like early yeah, September we were... saying, 
if uh, hypothetically, if hypothetically we got 4070, what are you doing? I was like, I mean, maybe, but <laughs> I think we're in dreamland now. <laughs> um, he bets found his different gear in August, and Acuna said, All right, bet, watch this. So, the big thing for me, because we had this debate, and I, I conceded at the end, and it was mainly the Braves-Dodgers series. I mean, when the MVPs go head-to-head, whoever beats it usually is going to come out on top. I mean, we can even look at the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, Embiid beat Jokic. And Embiid had like a 50-some point game where he beat the Nuggets. And that was kind of a big... He whined for that MVP. That's a... a I lost so much respect for him because he didn't play in the rematch. Because mm-hmm. he had calf tightness. <laughs> um, but again, not trying to bring other sports in. Acuna is the MVP. I, I I've conceded, and I think um we're gonna bring up just baseball again because I think Peter said it perfectly, and he kind of said the same thing I've been saying to you, which is like, yes, Mookie Betts is more impactful to his team. If you switch Mookie Betts and Acuna, they probably have the same record. If you switch Acuna and Betts, I don't know if they have the same record. Regardless, <laughs> you can't ignore what he's done. You know, you can't ignore his statistics and his record and all that. And for me, the big thing is, like, when they were head-to-head, uh, Acuna definitely showed up every single game. And he definitely had the more complete season. That's kind of had a, a slowish start, but he kind of came on at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to wrap it up. What we both agreed is an NL team is winning. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and I agree that if the Braves get past the Phillies, it's the Braves. Um, but I'm excited. Should be very fun to watch. Starts tomorrow or today, because I'll probably upload this tomorrow morning. Um, it'll be fun and I cannot wait but thank you everyone for listening Um, I should be doing the normal stuff this week with spreads and whatnot but uh, anything else Bobby just want to see Acuna go out there and ball <laughs> just want to see Acuna go out there and ball fair enough alright tune in next time